0: The Believer's Walk of Faith is paid for by Bill Winston Ministries partners and viewers.
1: I'm saying your days of lack are over. Your days of toiling are over. Your days of being without answers are over. Your days of being looking back in your past are over. God's gonna have you now with a bright future. You're not gonna only have commitment now to the Word of God, but creation is gonna come out of the Word of God. Not only creation comes out, success is gonna come out and you are gonna be impactful in that neighborhood. God can do things we never thought he could do if we're willing to decree a thing and it shall be established. You won't decree things. You won't say things over them children. This is the glory of God. This is the Eden way you're going to act. You're going to start taking your kingdom authority and rearranging this earth. Yeah. You've got to act like God. And for you to act like God, you're going to have to think like God. For you to think like God, you're going to have to forget who you were. You're going to have to put away all those pictures of you failing, you broke. You're going to have to get rid of that because that'll keep you from acting like God. And this thing called life you only got one shot. <laughs> you know. So let's try to not mess it up. Am I right about that? Now I don't want to get too deep here, but I do want to go somewhere. Uh the this idea of image, which is big. I taught one time that God's inheritance for you comes only in proportion to your new identity. That's what I taught you. Okay. So this thing is all about trees. We talked about that. What I mean by that is that a tree represents your deep seated beliefs this is what you really believe now what you believe may not be true but you will you you will you will do interesting things you or me to protect unbelief. Amen. Yeah. Do people do strange things to protect a lie. And, and the reason why they do is cause they don't know they're lying or been lied to. Now it's an example of that right in the scriptures in Numbers, Numbers chapter three, um, 13 and verse 30. He said, and Caleb still the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it for we are well able to overcome it. Now the giants in the land, the cities are walled and, uh, and so forth and so on. But this is what they're saying. And verse 33, he said that we are in our own sight as grasshoppers and so are we, what? In their sight. That tells you that the way you see yourself, is the way others are going to treat you. I mean, this, this is, this is, you, you, you look at chapter 14 verse one. I want you to see something here because this image thing is a real, real problem that the saints of God have tried to sweep under the rug. See? And all the congregation lifted up their voice, and cried, and the people wept that night. Watch this. And all the children of Israel murmured against Moses and against Aaron. And the whole congregation said unto them, Would God that we had died in the land of Egypt! Watch this. Or oh, would God that we had died in the wilderness? Come on down. And wherefore hath the Lord brought us into this land to fall by the sword? that our wives and our children should be a prey, were it not better for us to return to Egypt? And they said one to another, let us make us another preacher, pastor, and let us go back to Egypt. Now, the interesting thing about the word vision is vision is a reflection or a picture of something that is not presently uh, um, manifested, a vision. I've got a vision of something. I got a vision of this church. I've got a vision, so what? It's not here yet. And what happens with them is, they didn't have a picture of something that, that was a goal for them that they wanted to achieve that God promised them out there. They had a vision of dying, going broke, women, wives being raped. I mean, this is the vision that they had. Now, suppose they went in there with that vision. What do you think would have happened? it happened. Just what it, your deep-seated belief can bring you into that reality, whether it is true or not. Amen. 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 It doesn't make any difference. And what happened has to happen is the Bible says over in Romans chapter three and four. Uh, chapter 3 and verse 3 and 4. He said, let God be true. And every man be a liar because we're all coming in thinking something that's not true. There is a piece in you that are still thinking something. I'm not trying to speak down to you. I'm just saying in all of us, things are being corrected. But this group didn't want to receive correction. Because They've been saved for forty years. They, are you following what I'm saying? See, see, and and what happens is those kind of people you can't get them to go anywhere. You almost got to wait on the next bunch. Jesus. Jesus. No, I'm I'm only saying that because that those forces are designed to destroy God's plan for our lives. And we're going to have to be sensitive to that and say, wait, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. The Bible says, let God be true. Yes. So I'm reading it right here in the scripture and this is for me. Yes. So I'm going to substitute what I read for that. Let's go over here to Philippians, Philippians chapter three. Now over in Philippians chapter three, this is the apostle Paul. Now this is all in getting your image together because God's going yes. to, God can't take you any further than that. He can't take you any further than your image. In other words, God can be all powerful. How many of you know God is all powerful? And God can take a city. How you know God can take a city? But he's limited to you and me. He can't go except we let him go. And what blocks the way is how we see ourselves stop talking about God. He knows he's God. He knows he can do everything. And well, God is able. Yeah. Are you able? He said, let us go up at once for we are well able. This is what I'm trying to get to you. You got to see yourself as a son or daughter of God, not of God of, of Henrietta or, or, or Lucretia, you got to see yourself as a son and a daughter of God. And when you don't, you come and say, hallelujah, thank you, Jesus, and broke and can't, can't get nothing done. And you've been in this place, should be buying up most of the city and so forth and so on. I'm trying to take all the straps off. I'm trying to pull the wool, pull that thing off from over your eyes that's sitting the thrown over there, told you, fine. No, 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 no. You're not. I'm saying to you, God's got somewhere for you to go. Look what he says in Philippians here. Philippians chapter three, verse 13. Brethren, Paul talking to the church, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. Say one thing. Forgetting those things that are, which are behind, and reaching forth to those things which are before. I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God, which is where? In Christ Jesus. Now, look what he said he's going to have to do with things that are behind. What is he going to have to do with them? I know somebody's been hurt. I know somebody's been dead. Dis- I know somebody's been discriminated. I know somebody's been did and so forth. He's saying something. Oh, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to forget that because what I'm about to receive is going to make up for all of that. Do you hear what I'm saying? See, I'm going to act like God. I'm going to let him pour through me. It's not your spirit, folks. You can go to Mark chapter five and your spirit can hold legions of demons you know, not you, but uh, people's spirit. That's how powerful and big, you're a lot bigger on the inside than outside. And it can hold a lot. The problem is not that. The problem is where? It's right up here. It's that soul. It's, it's been damaged. It's been, it's been put through things and, 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 and emotionally, you know, in turmoil. And, and the thing about it is I, I was there. I was, Acting like everything was together. I mean, I'm at IBM, walking down the aisle like, like uh, I don't know Santa Claus or somebody. I mean, I'm, I'm just, you know. And but all the time, I I was a reconciled. I was unsaved. I I I uh, the, the the retailer was calling my boss, trying to garnish him my check. And I'm walking around like, you know, yeah. you know, had a little swag on, you know, I, yeah, you know, all that. Pretty boy stuff. Broke. Emotionally a wreck. And you need to stop that. I'm not saying you got to go down and be crying everywhere. I'm saying this, be open to Jesus who is a carpenter to repair the, the 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 wall that is bro- broken down in our life. We got to be open to it, man. <clears throat> and that means you got to follow instructions. So, brother, and I count not myself to have what apprehended, but this one thing I what do. I'm gonna forget. See, I'm gonna forget because most of our learning and deep-seated beliefs come from the age one through seven. I believe if you tell me your background, I can tell you where you're going. So if you don't change anything, you're going to go there. And the devil knew it because he caused that to happen. He caused that to happen. He can predict where you're going. Now you got to break that. Now what's going to break it is not give me more faith. What's going to break it is get your mind together. You, what, the problem is not your faith, is that your mind is not lined up with your spirit. Yes. And what God is saying to do is, hey, here's what I'm going to do. You hang with me and I'm going to renew your mind. Yes. And one of the ways I'm going to do it is give you something to meditate because you're going to participate in this. You're not going to have the preacher just preach it and you do it and, and it happens. You're going to have to participate. And I said to you, meditation gives God an invitation to give you revelation for restoration. See, I got to be restored. Where have I got to be restored to? I got to be restored back to the garden. I'm not going to be just restored. I'm going to be restored back to the garden. I'm going to be restored back to the fact that my father is the richest in the universe. That's why I'm being restored back to that. I'm being restored back to the fact. That I'm going to be an anointed king or royalty, women. Uh, I'm going to be anointed so that I can speak things into existence. I'm going to imitate dad. Before we get this, I'm talking about the glory now. Before we get here, you're going to be calling in stuff. Folks, that's, that's God, Adam acted just like God. Yes. Over in Genesis chapter two, he says this, and out of the ground, the Lord God formed every beast of the field, every fowl of the air, and he brought them to Adam to see what he would call them. And whatever Adam called every living creature, what? That was the name, meaning that he did it just right. Now, what school did Adam go to? to name, to get those names. Got it? Now, what I have here is something that says this, that learning versus discerning. Revelation Versus information. Now I put something down. I did a little study on it with E.W. Kennedy. Did a little study on it. When a person has the intellectual approach, which is fine, but they get it by experience and by the function Of their senses, and it causes them to conform to this world because the world are the ones that put it out there. Their books so forth. I'm not saying that some of them not this or that, but here's what it doesn't allow. It doesn't allow when you just read it, revelation. See, revelation takes you a step higher and revelation produces faith, not information. And once I get faith operating, now I become a master over time and materials. You better stay with me because I'm taking you there. I'm just saying once I do that, there is no toil in my life. Since knowledge comes only by hard work. It comes by toil. It comes by uh, sacrifice, so forth and so on. This is such well, I worked hard to get this PhD. I worked hard so forth and on. This, this is not the knowledge I'm talking. You said, no, no, no. That's not what I'm talking about. He said, because when you tell somebody about revelation knowledge and how it comes through grace and that grace knowledge will give you knowledge even as above intellectual knowledge, then they're going to try to argue with you. But you are just putting yourself in a place to own it all. See, you're, you're not going to beat some of these big thinkers in these, uh, of, you know, digital space and all of that. You're going to beat them in that, see? But you're going to have to go higher than that. You're gonna, come on. The, the idea about God is he wants you to be restored. He wants this earth, who belong, which belonged to Adam in the beginning, he wants it to come back to you. Put it up there, please. Put up Romans chapter four and verse 13. For the promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham or to his seed through the law, but to the righteousness of faith. They put that same verse up there, please. Let's try the Amplified Translation, praise God. For the promise to Abraham or to his posterity that he should what? Yeah. He should what? Yeah. He should do what? Yeah. This is God's objective. Yeah. To put it back into the hands of the people he'd been stolen from. And what he's going to do here is one of the things that you're going to subdue is time. One of the things you're going to subdue is matter. That he's putting you back over here where no longer does time dictate to you what to do. Now, by faith, you're going to dictate to time what time the thing is going to happen. Say amen. Amen. And and time will bow the knee. I said the glory of God. And that's that glory coming on you. Now, what you got to do is you got to forget what? What's behind. behind? You got to forget what's behind. Put verse 14 up there, Philippians um, uh, 314 in the amplified, please. You got to forget what's behind. And I press toward the what? Goal. See, you got to set some goals now this is for folks who go into Canaan. I'm not talking about the people who want to go back to Egypt. I'm talking about the people going to Canaan. Folks, you have no idea. Success frightens some people. Yes, it does. It brings fear. Kind of xenophobic fear. They don't know what they're afraid of, but they're afraid of getting big. And that is a real fear. That's one of the fears, fear of success. Fear of loss, fear of death, fear of success is a fear. And that's a spirit. God says, wait a minute, I'm going to prune you so you're going to bear much more fruit. He doesn't plan for me to stop with this shopping mall. Are you kidding me? So, I, I got to forget some stuff. I got to forget, I got to, well, you don't know what they did. I got to forget it. Now, the reason why you got to forget it is because if it sits in your spirit the wrong way and it's on your mind the wrong way, then it's going to affect your faith. And if it affects your faith, God can't do anything for you. Come on, see, see this world. You can't follow them because they're busy stirring up some stuff that God was not the author of. Now I'm watching what's happening politically here now. Boy, you're gonna have to be a discerning. But I've already uh, declared that we're gonna have a kingdom explosion. Now I have a kingdom explosion. In these big cities, gonna have a kingdom explosion. See, when the kingdom comes, everything changes. Well, I trusted you enjoyed that teaching. Now, this whole teaching on manifesting God's glory is powerful because you're talking about, when you talk about the glory of God, you're talking about the full potential of what God can get through us as believers. He works through us to manifest his glory. Now here's a point I want to remember in this series. Meditation gives God an invitation to give us restoration. You see, it's a lot of things that were lost in the fall, a lot of things. And God wants you to get them all back. It's called restoration. Now how do you get them all back? It's through meditation. He told Joshua in Joshua 1.8, This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night. And as you meditate the word, this meditation gives God an invitation to give you restoration. Isn't that a powerful teaching? Praise God. Well, that's all we have for this time. We're gonna see you next time. Until then, keep walking by faith. I'm saying your days of lack are over your days of toiling are over. Your days of being without answers are over. Your days of being looking back in your past are over. God's gonna have you now with a bright future. You're not gonna only have commitment now to the Word of God, but creation is gonna come out of the Word of God. Not only creation comes out, success is gonna come out and you are going to be impactful in that neighborhood. God can do things we never thought he could do if we're willing to decree a thing and it shall be established. you will going to decree things. you will going to say things over them children. This is the glory of God. This is the Eden way you're going to act. You're going to start taking your kingdom authority
0: Today's dynamic message, Manifesting His Glory, is filled with revelations that will transform your life and bring you into the best of God. But you've only heard a portion of the message. To get this full series in its entirety on MP3 or CD, on MP4 or DVD, order today by calling 1-800-711-9327 or go online at BillWinston.org. Get your copy of this powerful truth today.
1: Hello, this is Bill Winston. I'm inviting you to our annual Business and Leadership Conference. This conference we've been having for years. It started out first when we had a man named Peter Daniels. He came and spoke to us about business and about leadership. It started then and it's still going now. We believe the unbelievable. We ought to be the greatest entrepreneurs in history. And I believe it's time for us to win again. I think it's time for us to take back the economics. Now, I want to invite you, whether you come virtual or you're here in person, you got to be here. This is going to be on March the 25th and the 26th. Now, we're going to have speakers again that are going to be speaking on topics and giving you principles that can not only have you create businesses, but scale businesses Now, these businesses will bring in a sufficient amount of revenue that we can take part of that and lift the burden of suffering humanity. That's what it's all about in the kingdom, kingdom businesses. Now, God's growing these businesses because it's all for the kingdom, the good of the kingdom. Praise God. But we want you to be here. So again, that date is going to be March. The 25th and the 26th. We're going to have various activities. We're going to have giveaways. We're going to have just an exciting time. You've got to be here. Again, that's the Business and Leadership Conference. Our theme this year is Thy Kingdom Come. I want you to be here too. God bless you. Bill Winston saying, Keep walking by faith.
0: Doctors Bill and Veronica Winston are dedicated to seeing lives changed. Through the power of prayer, our loving and highly trained prayer ministers are ready to pray and agree with you. We know that prayer can turn around any situation in your life. Contact us by phone at one 543 9443 or submit your prayer request online at billwinston.org forward slash prayer. Follow us on Facebook to join us for our regular live prayer sessions.